you know, soccer is something that I've done for 34 years of my life, but soccer is not my identity. I feel that I've always just been, you know, Carly, the person. This is The Playbook. I am so excited. I have Carly Lloyd. She is obviously a former American professional soccer player, two-time World Cup champion, two-time FIFA World Player of the Year, author, keynote speaker, philanthropist, really on a mission to empower children, which is something that's closely aligned to my heart. Someone that not only has done it herself, but is giving back to help other people have the same journey, the same pursuit of their potential. And that's where I like to start, Kali. Welcome to the playbook. Yeah, good to be here. Excited to chat with you. (laughs) Right on. Well, you know, I talked about pursuit of potential and you know, the journey that you've taken hasn't been easy. And I always say people will laugh at you, scoff at you and make fun of you, and then they'll applaud you. Um, And for you, what was it as a common denominator in your character that allowed you to continue to pursue your potential? Even after you had success, you seem to still be driven by an inspiration that is different than most people. Yeah, well, I think, you know, potential is an interesting word. You know, I, I think that, you know, there's no limits to anyone's potential. And, and even if you envision yourself kind of reaching your potential, there's, there's more and more barriers that you can continue to knock down to become even better. So I like to look at, you know, potential as, as just an opportunity to set limits on yourself, you know, and, and in my case, I just didn't set any limits, you know, I just kept pushing. Uh, I was not, pegged as the next best thing coming out of college and then onto the national team. There was no talks of, of me being the future star of the team. And I think there's really something to that because you look at every great successful athlete, it's almost like everyone doubted them. It's almost as if no one believed that they could achieve all that they have achieved. And, and I think that that has kind of what kept me going all these years. I I had a chip on my shoulder and that could be mainly because I'm, I'm from uh, New Jersey, South Jersey, just outside of Philadelphia with uh, a a bit of a Rocky mentality going on the underdog story. Um, But I also think it was, you know, just, just not having success straight away. I had to work for everything that I have achieved and Uh, First and foremost, you have to be passionate about something. You have to love something. And that's the most important thing. And then your potential is just what you want it to be. Um, You know, I I never set limits. I just kept pushing and I wanted to push till the end. And uh, I had in my mind that, you know, I I was able to play uh, into my late thirties and and be just as successful as I was, if not more successful, the earlier years of my career. What's so interesting because we've done you know thousands of interviews with TV shows, the podcast, all the different platforms we're on. And I ran the most notable sports agency in the world, a place called Lee Steinberg Sports Entertainment. So I was surrounded by the greatest athletes. In fact, we represented the USA soccer team as well. Um, and people ask me, what's that common denominator that you see uh, between the people that live in the extra mile? and the legends uh, like you, Carly, the legends that live what I call in the empty mile. And I see the difference between the extra mile, people that work hard and have a great work ethic most of the time. And then there's the empty mile, the people like you that have a desire that you must be what you can be. And you prioritize your dream, your soccer dream 
all of the time, consistently and persistently. And it's interesting because I see those who live in the extra mile all the time live in this empty mile and reach, you know, this legendary status for you. Consistency for everyone's not easy, but for you, you did it for so long. You know, my business partner was Warren Moon. He played in the NFL till he's 44 years old, like Tom Brady, you know, it gets difficult. I'm 54. It gets difficult once you're, you know, 35, let alone you getting up there. You know, what was it that drove you on the consistent side to do it every single day to keep yourself at the highest level. Yeah, you nailed it. Um, consistency is a, a huge thing. It's been a huge part of my career and, and my life. It's just, you know, making um, making you know my mind up to consistently do all the things necessary to be the best. And like you said before, there's 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 athletes, there are people that just can't do that. You know, they can't consistently go to bed early and get enough sleep. They can't consistently hydrate, uh, with water, you know, and, and not alcohol. Um, they can't consistently eat well and train and take care of your body. But for me, that, that was an easy thing. You know, I, I knew I wanted this and I knew if I wanted to get to the top, I had to consistently do all of these things. And, and it wasn't something where, you know, I, I did them for six months and then I took, you know, the next six months off, even in my off season. Um, you know, I, I didn't fully allow myself to indulge in a lot of things. And I think that that's why it's a bit enjoyable right now in my retirement phase, um, fresh off of a, a couple of months now, I think three or four months, uh, because I know I gave everything I had to the sport and I know I consistently lived the proper lifestyle, both on and off the field. And now I'm able to sit back, enjoy, and, and really do all the things that I couldn't. But uh, consistency, man, it, it's such an important word. It's such an important meaning um, to everything that I do and, uh, you know, did throughout my career. And uh, for me, it, it, it was just, it was an easy thing because I wanted it so bad. One of the detriments to that consistent behavior for a long period of time is to transition out of it. I always say athletes like you, you unfortunately experience two deaths. Uh, the day you stop playing, and of course our, our normal course and our journey here is embodied uh, lifespans. Um, and the word transition is so important today because there's such accelerated change in the world. And dealing with athletes that transition from college to pro, pro into being a professional uh, in a variance of professionals now transitioning into a different type of work environment or activity they get paid for. Um, you seem to have tra transitioned really well. What type of advice do you give to people about transitioning? Because I think someone that's made the priority and prioritizations that you have to transition so easily is remarkable uh, to be able to repurpose yourself so quickly. Well, I think for, for starters, um, I was able to dictate when I wanted to retire. You know, that is a very slim, small percentage of athletes that get to do that. And I'm very grateful. You and Tom Brady, good <laughs> company. <laughs> I, I always said, you know, I want to play for X amount of years. I want to be a part of, you know, four World Cups, four Olympics. 
Um, and then, you know, I could really feel like I had accomplished all that I accomplished and wanted to walk away from the sport. And, you know, after the 2020 Olympics slash 2021, um, the next big major event is the, the world cup in 2023. And, you know, it, 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 there's, there's a part of me that, you know, probably could I have played another couple of years, uh, perhaps, but what I wanted to play. And I think that's the biggest thing, all that we've been talking about here to live a consistent lifestyle, to give it everything you have to play under pressure, to constantly feel like you have to prove people wrong. I just feel like I depleted all those buckets. Um, and I wanted to really spend more time with my husband, my friends, my family live life. You know, if I'm home for Friday night dinner and want to have a cocktail, like I can do that. I don't have to worry about training the next morning. Um, so to be able to dictate when I went out of the sport, uh, no coach forced me out, no injury, no career ending injury. So I was very fortunate for that. So that makes the transition a lot easier. Number two, you know, soccer is something that I've done for 34 years of my life, but soccer is not my identity. I feel that I've always just been, you know, Carly, the person. And when I'm with my friends and family, they just treat me like Carly. And I think that that is, is something that's really made this transition easy. You know, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel successful just because I was tied to my sport. You know, I, I, tried to be a better person every single day, better wife, uh, better friend, better sibling. Um, so the transition has been easy for me. Um, of course, I'm going to miss the sport. Uh, I miss a lot of things about it. I also don't miss a lot of things about it. Um, but my transition has been pretty seamless. I'm enjoying life, enjoying the time, enjoying not setting an alarm and just waking up whenever I want. Um, but I know in this next phase of my life, you know, future, future plans to start a family with my husband and, um, there'll be some things down the pipeline. So I'm definitely going to be staying involved, but I think those, those two main things, um, have been really important in, in my transition. Well, if you end up with uh, four kids like me, three teenage daughters, all that skill, knowledge, and desire will be put to full test. Trust me, especially <laughs> those teenage daughters. Uh, anyway, speaking of children. You know, you do so much, uh, especially now uh, with the CL10 clinics that you have, you know, where you really empower kids, not just beyond the skills that are necessary to be successful on the field, but all of these great habits uh, that you have formed over the years in order to empower these kids to be successful off uh, the pitch as well. And, you know, for you, how important is that piece to empower these children with the confidence uh, to do what they dream of doing, even beyond playing soccer, even though I know you give some great advice uh, of what to do on the pitch, uh, especially now off the pitch. How important is this youth program that you've created? Yeah, my, you know, my CL Town clinics have been, uh, you know, been running for a while. Um, obviously, I branded them, you know, uh, a little bit uh, later on, um, but started doing them, I believe, in 2007, and they've just grown, they've evolved like my career and like anything else that I do in life, I just constantly want to see where I can make it better. Um, so we have a, a well, well-oiled machine here. Um, I've got a good group of people, mix of family and friends that, that work uh, with me and helping to do this. But, 
you know, my biggest thing is to be able to change lives, you know, to be able to empower, uh, to be a great role model, you know, in, in these days, um, with social media, it, I think it's very tricky. It's very hard for, for some parents to, um, you know, really kind of help their kids gravitate towards someone that's a, a good, true role model. So I really take pride in that. Uh, I always tell the parents, cause I do speak to them for a, a quick five minutes or so while I'm at my clinics. I'm not going to turn them into a, a professional athlete in two hours, um, which they, they all laugh because I know that's exactly what they want. But the most important thing when they come is, you know, maybe it's a high five. Maybe I've told them good job and, and maybe that can really go a long way and help change their lives. Um, and just the core values of living, you know, hard work, competing against yourself, um, you know, turning your strengths into the weaknesses not giving up, you know, all of those things that are really important in today's world. I've been been grateful to have learned all that through my sport. Um, and now it's, you know, it's my job to kind of give back and, and help empower the next generation. But uh, clinics have been going really well. And, you know, I'm in the process of planning a bunch more this year around the country since I have a little bit more time. Well, that's terrific. And I can work as a litmus test of the role model that you are. I can always tell with the thousands of interviews I do when I have someone that really has inspired or as Dennis Whateley said, planted seeds under trees that you may never even see, uh, which you have absolutely done. I can always tell by how many of my interns, my young interns and my family members uh, show up or are just, you know, extremely excited about an interview that I'm giving. So as far as a playbook litmus test, you are up there with Deepak Chopra and Cameron Diaz and all these uh, other people that are having a great impact in their own professions in their own way. So absolutely, you're, you're doing what you need to do. Now, moving forward, you have some new projects as well um, in, involved in CBD, uh, for example, and the importance of all the recovery attributes and, and medical, I always call it the, the ease instead of the disease, but a huge CBD uh, proponent myself. Uh, with Charlotte's Web. Um, what are some of the other things that you're working on with CBD? And then I know a few other sports and rehab, some some stuff that you're working on. What do we see from Carly Lloyd next? Yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm entering this space where I'm obviously not going to be, you know, playing in, in front of the world stage anymore on the pitch. But I think uh, off the pitch, there's there's still a lot I can offer. So yeah, CBD, um, medic by Charlotte's web has been, um, really great. I've, uh, enjoyed the products, especially coming off of a knee injury in 2020. Um, that's where I really was able to kind of see if it worked. Um, and so I, I used the products, tried the products. Um, so that's been really great. And I have a lot more time for my sponsors, you know, I'm, I'm able to go do a shoot in a production day. Um, you know, I'm not battling too much within my calendar. So that makes it, uh, very, very easy. Um, but I, you have signed on with tech ball, which is kind of a fun little support. Um, they are, you know, trying to gear up, uh, as an Olympic sport, um, in 2028. So that would be pretty cool, but it's really fun game. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, staying involved, um, Gotham FC, the, the former NWSL team that I played for, I mean, you know, I'd like to try to stay involved um, in any way I could as well and 
be part of men and women's world cups coming up. So yeah, it's, uh, you know, I was busy playing, but now, uh, you know, I, I still have sort of a busy schedule going on. So it, it's all good. And last but not least, you know, I was saying that, you know, when we're healthy, we get as many wishes a day uh, that we want. But when we're unhealthy, we only have one wish. And one of the things you're working with as well with Agile Therapeutics um, is also with staying healthy and maternity, which will be, I think, in your future, it sounds like, uh, which you, you'll really enjoy, uh, which I enjoy so much as a father. Um, but health to me is really, you know, I'm 54 years old and you would think in the athletic background that, that I've had and around it, I would have realized that health should come even before my family and before the activity I get paid for. But it took me later on in life to realize how important health is. And you are also helping and raising awareness and supporting uh, and educating on the importance of healthcare and health itself. Uh, why is that so important to you now that you finished playing as well uh, to help mater maternity and just women's health in general? Yeah, I think, you know, this partnership um, has been great because, you know, we as women and anyone, you know, we want to have choices. We want to have uh, choices that we feel uh, pretty comfortable and confident about. I, I know that, you know, I'm obviously entering this space where I used to be a, an athlete and, you know, you you get to, to kind of jump some hoops and bounds for um, care and, and you do get the best care, uh, possible. And so for me, health is super important. Um, you know, I would say a little bit into my career, I started to really take my health, um, more seriously eating better and, and taking care of yourself because it really does, it, it really does go hand in hand, you know, how you feel as a person and, um, you know, if you're healthy or not. So, for me to be able to support that, to support women, um, women's choices. And yeah, and obviously, you know, I, I'm going to kind of go down this path of, of starting a family of our own. And I don't think four kids may, may be in my uh, pipeline. That's what I used to say, be careful. <laughs> or there's a lot, you know, I think, I think uh, two, two would be, two would be great. Um, <laughs> I'm one of three. I know the third kind of, you know, outnumbers you and, and changes the dynamics, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So it'll be, be interesting and kind of fun to start that journey. Whatever, whatever uh, comes your way, I'm sure you'll be able to handle it. As they always say, when they asked me about having my third, I said, well, just imagine you're drowning and you have a child in each of your hands and then someone throws you a third. That's what it's like to have three kids. Uh, I won't explain what it's like to have four. Uh, but more importantly, uh, your playbook to success is one everyone should learn from. You're a legend in the field of soccer, uh, a legend off the pitch as well, an author, keynote speaker. We all have a lot to learn from you, and we're inspired by your story with your desire to be what you must be. And I love your, in my opinion, you are the female version of Tom Brady. So congratulations, and I hope that you have all the success that Tom has as well.